0: Talk Radio
1: 95.5. Less than two minutes before the top of the hour now on First Light. You know, when the first states began rolling out reopening plans last month, some of the experts warned that it might take weeks to begin seeing the effects of more people out and about. Public health officials have been warning that those efforts might translate to thousands more deaths across the country and a second spike of cases, but we do have a bit of good news on that this morning. One of the leading models has now revised its death toll projections slightly downward, forecasting that 143,357 people will die of COVID-19 by August 4th. The experts behind the prediction say while they didn't find a correlation between Americans' mobility and deaths the difference seems to lie in how many people opt for wearing masks and keeping their distance from others and that's tuesday's first light thanks to producer david Ozeel i'm michael toscano we'll see you right here tomorrow morning you're a pro who manages properties or replaces appliances regularly it helps to have a go-to resource like Lowe's we have the brands pros have trusted for years solid names like Maytag Whirlpool and GE all easily ordered on lowesforpros.com and all quickly delivered to the job site with free delivery seven days a week even better you can get up to 40% off select appliances during our appliance savings event whatever you need today or any day Lowe's is pro ready Offers valid through 6-3. Free local delivery applies to appliances two ninety nine or more. U.S. only. The world is in turmoil.
2: We can always count on something going wrong. I firmly believe everyone should have extra food on hand just in case. And the best way to do that, a home freeze dryer from Harvest Right. With the Harvest Right home freeze dryer, you can preserve all the foods you love to eat. And when compared to store-bought emergency food, this is way better tasting, healthier, less expensive. You can take all your favorite foods and freeze dry them, and then you can reheat them, and they're good to go. To learn more about this amazing home innovation, go to HarvestRight.com. Whatever's the crisis that keeps you up at night... Make sure that you've got all the food you need at harvestright.com. That's harvestright.com. 95.5 FM
0: and 1450 AM. WPGG Atlantic City. WENJ 97.3 HD3 Millville.
3: He's giving the World Health Organization a deadline. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. President Trump's sending a letter he posted on Twitter. On the WHO's handling of the corona crisis, writing The Only Way Forward is to actually demonstrate independence from China.
0: The president says his administration conducted a probe into the World Health Organization and found they made multiple failures in the early stages of the COVID-19 outbreak. He released a blistering letter late Monday to the head of the group, which says the current U.S. funding freeze is going to become permanent unless there are improvements
3: in 30 days. Fox's Jill Nato, there is a response from China, and Fox's Simon Owen details it live.
4: Dave, China saying the U.S. is trying to shift the blame in the coronavirus crisis, accusing American leaders of incompetence in how they've handled the outbreak. The foreign ministry in Beijing saying the president's letter is an effort to mislead the public and smear China. Meanwhile, as President Trump threatens to permanently halt American funding for the World Health Organization, Chinese President Xi Jinping pledging $2 billion
3: to fight the coronavirus. Dave. Simon, the president, says he believes things are getting better as most states lift some restrictions.
5: There's a tremendous demand, tremendous pent-up demand. It's true.
3: Now, this is he met with restaurant executives asking for more help and changes in terms of the loans they're getting. Two out of three restaurant employees are now out of work. The president also made a surprise announcement that he's taking a drug he's been touting in this corona crisis, hydroxychloroquine.
6: It seems to have an
3: impact, and maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. He says he consulted the White House doctor. They agreed he could try it, and he's been taking it for about a week and a half. Hydroxychloroquine is used to treat malaria and lupus, but the Food and Drug Administration cautions there could be dangerous side effects, including heart rate and warns against using hydroxychloroquine for COVID-19 outside of a hospital or clinical trial setting. That's Fox's Jared Halpert America's listening to Fox News.
5: At Fisher Investments we do things differently and other money managers don't understand why. Because our way works great for us. But it may not work for your clients. Fisher Investments doesn't sell any commission investment products, and we never earn commissions on trades. So what's in it for you? Fisher Investments fees are structured so we do better when our clients do better. When it comes to helping clients achieve a comfortable retirement, we're clearly different. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you switch to us. Fisher Investments, clearly different money management.
4: Investments in securities involve the risk of loss.
0: WPG Talk Radio 95.5 Weather. From Chief Meteorologist Dan Zero.
7: There are two concerns to highlight today. First is the wind gusting between 30 and 40 miles an hour through at least this morning. Second is the ocean with rough surf and minor flooding of tidal waterways expected today, too. With a mix of sun and clouds, we'll only top out around 60 degrees, certainly on the cool side again. Chance of a shower tonight. It'll be breezy and cool. Low of 45 tomorrow, mostly cloudy and a high of only 59, partly sunny and dry and 62 on Thursday. Next chance of rain will be Friday into Saturday. I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zarrow on WPG Talk Radio 95.5.
4: Attention salute. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands... One nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all.
0: From Harry Hurley Way in the World's Playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Yep. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Here we
8: go, four minutes past the hour. Thanks for waking up early in the morning, 54 degrees, and it seems like every day I tell you that it will be a windy day. It will be windy. Northeast winds 25 to 35 miles an hour. Terrible when you have allergies. Gusts over 40 miles an hour. Cloudy skies, low 49. Windy again tonight. 20 to 30 miles an hour out of the east northeast higher gusts will take place from time to time. And tomorrow of course windy again overcast skies and windy high 59 degrees tomorrow east northeast winds at 20 to 30 miles an hour with higher gusts possible. Well, I begin I will begin on hydroxychloroquine because the media is having fits I thought about this um, a lot over the past week or so. If President Trump wanted to, he could just play opposite game. Everything he wants, he should say just the opposite. Because then the media and all their fellow Democrats will go bananas. And then i will say, okay, and then just do the opposite. He could just play opposite game. I guarantee you, you think about it, when I tell you everything is political, And for about 20 years, nobody believed me, maybe the last eight, nine, it's um, getting a little closer to the truth, becoming self-evident, that fourth torturous stage that's very, very challenging to get to. But when you get there, it is indeed glorious. I guarantee you, if President Trump did not champion hydroxychloroquine, that you would not have the media going absolutely bananas. And not just since he said yesterday that he's been taking it. But even before that, remember he brought it up and then they ran all these articles and electronic reports, television, uh, radio, et all, saying how dangerous it is. So I'm trying to figure out why prior to President Trump bringing up hydroxychloroquine did we have 40 years of the FDA approving it saying how safe it is how many lives it saved and suddenly because President Trump promotes it they go bananas and I don't even mean just yesterday I'm talking about the first time he ever said it in one of the coronavirus daily press briefings so yesterday President Trump just just blurted it out they're talking about hydroxychloroquine and the president just all of a sudden says and i've been taking it well you would have thought john carl and the rest of those face mask wearing democrats would have just collapsed i mean they 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 went just hyperventilated I think he said at one point, yeah, I would have told told you sooner if I, you didn't ask. So he's been taking it for about 10 days. He takes one pill a day and he's also taking a zinc supplement as well. And his thought is, is as a preventative. And they're going crazy. Nancy Pelosi, you know, she prays for the president every day. Oh, I wish he wouldn't take that. He's morbidly obese. And his age. I'll tell you this. This woman has a lot of nerve. She really does. Incredible. What's the best word to use for that? Chutzpah? Go look up how you spell that. You can spell it C-H. You can spell it a couple different ways. And then the media want to know, well, did, did the doctor recommend it? They just, everything is a gotcha question. If he took a child's aspirin or a, um, what's the thing you take? Uh, it's good for digestive uh, probiotic. Yeah, I took a probiotic too. It was chewable. Strawberry, in fact. A billion organisms. What? In a memo. Dated May eighteenth for Kelly McEnany, and often early in the morning, and when we've hosted Fox Across America and the Guy Benson Show, and we do have a comment for you. We're busy week, a lot going on. I'll fill you in after I share this. But to it's for it says memorandum for Kelly McEnany, Assistant to the President, White House Press Secretary, from Sean P. Connolly. He's a doctor. Physician to the president, commander, U.S. Navy. Subject, hydroxychloroquine. Subject, hydroxychloroquine. As has been previously reported, two weeks ago, one of the president's support staff tested positive for COVID-19. The president is in very good health and has remained symptom-free. He receives regular COVID 19 testing, all negative to date. After numerous discussions he and I had regarding the evidence for and against the use of hydroxychloroquine, we concluded the potential benefit from treatment outweighed the relative risks. In consultation with our interagency partners and subject matter experts around the country, I continue to monitor the myriad studies investigating potential COVID-19 therapies, and I anticipate employing the same shared medical decision-making based on the evidence at hand in the future. I'm going to keep that in my briefcase because I'm going to need that on Friday. Uh, This Friday, I have the pleasure of sitting in for Guy Benson. So we'll be guest hosting the Guy Benson Show all across America Fox News Radio, this Friday, 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. Already we have scheduled Judge Andrew Napolitano. And, you know, he is, he's just going off on all these civil liberties things. And we're going we're to talk to Judge Napolitano on the shut-ins, the constitutionality of that. Uh, we're going to talk about Flynn unmasking, all kinds of stuff. And we also have set up Dr. Manny Alvarez, and we'll be talking about the latest involving the coronavirus and COVID-19. So the media is citing that the FDA has issued dangers. They, you see, what they want to do is they're trying to make the president look like a nutbag, Oh my god. Now he's taking some experimental drug. Oh jeez. I mean, they're just trying to make something out of anything, no matter what. If Joe Biden took hydroxychloroquine, they'd they'd say, "What a what a man. What a man. He's doing the right thing." It's truly incredible. So they're highlighting the fact that this drug has the potential to cause significant side effects, including heart issues in some patients. And this is what the media has done in all their reporting, again, to make President Trump look like one flew over the cuckoo's nest. I'll just read it to you straight. The drug has the potential to cause side effects, significant side effects, including heart issues in some patients, and has not been shown to combat the new coronavirus so that's to lead you to believe well what's this guy an idiot what kind of dope takes something where the tests have shown it does nothing to help the virus of course that that is to make you completely erase numerous people that have come forward to say that i almost died in fact, they gave me last rites. I was going to die, and then I took this, and within one day, it was like I never even had the virus. Now, that's people going from ventilators near death to recovery. So you can't say... You could say the results are inconclusive, or there haven't been enough clinical test trials, or whatever you want to say. Uh, what's There's a term when you do some people get placebo and some people get the um the actual drug and you see who recovers with either and people that recover with placebo obviously a sugar pill didn't cure them so then they just resolved on their own but to say that and has not been shown to combat the new coronavirus like, that is an established fact. Look, this is, this is for each his own. The president is around a lot of people. There have been people around him. You talk about trying to keep people safe and quarantining and all this. I mean, look at this. I mean, Pence's chief of staff, President Trump's valet. I mean, it's tough. This is a tough thing because you're only as safe as your own compliance, and who you're around. Let me give you a case in point. And we've all been very comfortable with each other. There's basically three people here. Four people, because one of the shows has two people. There's four of us. That's it. And we've had faith in each other. We're trusting each other. We're trusting each other that we're making smart decisions when we're not here. Because what I keep urging people is you have to remember, every decision that you make, everywhere that you go, Margie and I made a decision a long, long time ago. And that's relative. I'm saying a long time ago, within the last several months of the coronavirus, that we're not going in the big box stores. The last time I went in a big box store was a few days before the pronouncement that we should shut in so we did like an elaborate shop probably enough for at least three weeks maybe more i ordered some things omaha steaks and some other things and so we made it a point that we're not going to go to any more big box stores and try to stay out of other stores and of course on saturday we've been doing pickup uh, as something that we've done to just spoil our family but that's it so, and, and I know of cases where people have been compliant. You, we cannot seal ourselves in some hermetically sealed bubble and go nowhere. So to some extent, there's risk, but you minimize your risk by what you do. Now, I know there are some people out there, and they might, might, some of you might be listening right now and say, well, I haven't been that conservative about this. I'm going where I go, doing what I do. Uh, we, we've just chosen to be compliant Uh, I don't want to come on here like a hypocrite I don't want to be like uh, Fredo Cuomo and de Blasio and these other people that tell you to stay in and they're at the park or stay in and they're at the gym or stay in and they have COVID-19 and they're walking all over the place so we, we try to practice what we preach but that's really all you can do I made a decision. My company offered me to do the program from home. If I did the program from home, I probably would not be able to take phone calls. It's completely unworkable. So that's not that's a, that was a non-starter with me. So then it was that I will, do, I will be in, and my company showed me what they were going to do to make things safe, and they've been excellent. But what I've tried to do is I come in here, and then when I leave, I go home. And then I'm recording all these COVID-19 updates that we do on all six stations. I'm doing all my show prep and everything that I usually do from my home. And then I come back in, and I go home and rinse and repeat. So I've tried to do everything I can, but keep in mind, if you go to pick something up, somebody's touched what they've given you, and you have all these possibilities all you can do is the best you can do to be compliant and hopefully we have hit somewhat towards the um the end phase of this we're not there yet but at least we know for example that as of this friday at 6 a.m governor murphy is reopening driving ranges This is a biggie. It sounds like it's like, oh, come on, this is nothing, but golf foursomes, because you couldn't even go as a foursome until this Friday at 6 a.m. That's very helpful for the golf clubs and the country clubs. Batting cages back open, shooting and archery ranges. I don't know how many people, I think people do that, but uh, horseback riding, private tennis clubs, community gardens. So, these things are back open hopefully little by little there was some discouraging stuff because the governor said something akin to that we're not going to be back to normal until there is a working vaccine well we don't know when that's going to be we can't stay shut down waiting for a vaccine that look uh, h1n1 it took four and a half years the markets had a great day because there was significant progress about a vaccine. But let's wait and see. But I, I think we really do, uh, and I'm going to have an opportunity. I'm looking forward to it. We have Governor Murphy this Thursday at 915, and we'll get the very latest about, obviously, what is is open for now, for Memorial Day weekend purposes, and then going forward, what, what, what does he see? At some point, we have to get... The casinos back open even if it's in a in a form that we would hardly recognize under normal circumstances because i don't care what the balance sheet looks like they can't stay closed for very much longer it's not it's not workable so i'm mindful that it's going to be it's going to be great when we have a vaccine and that the coronavirus is much more treatable and preventable it's going to be great but we need a plan that allows us to take prudent risk because let's face it we take risks all the time you get in your car if somebody was drunk and they come right into your lane and you, you don't even have a, a, a an, any fighting chance to react and a head-on or whatever the case might be we take risks all the time. Walking out the front door is a risk. Somebody was walking down the street last year in New York City and a piece of facade came falling off the building. Concrete. splatto, Dead. Right there. Now that could have been prevented if that person decided to stay in for the rest of their life. And not go out. So at some point, we have to assess risk and we have to get on with living. Busy program this morning. Kirk Conover at 7, Chuck Malamud at 8, Dr. Mark Newkirk at 9.04. Open forum after Dr. Mark Newkirk from about 9.40 until 10.06. And I have a lot more for you straight ahead. Let me give you some of the things happening throughout the week. I mentioned Governor Murphy, 9.15 this Thursday. Fox News Channel's Pete Hegseth. This Friday at 9:04, and we're hosting the Guy Benson Show all across America on the Fox News Radio Networks, 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. Already, a jam-packed Friday uh, program here, and also with what we'll be doing, filling in for Fox News Radio and for Guy Benson. I'm going to take off on Monday. Monday is going to be the first workday that I have taken off in months. And we'll be back on Tuesday, the day after Memorial Day, and have a jam-packed Tuesday ready to go. We'll be back in just a few minutes. This could be—it's—it's—it uh, rotates. This could be Guy Benson right now, doing the Fox News commentary, or it could be some of the other Fox News Channel all stars.
9: Fox News commentary, shameless hypocrisy from Chuck Schumer. More next. The big media is at war with President Trump. Now, Newsmax TV reveals the media's dangerous agenda. Watch Newsmax TV and see shows with Chris Salcedo, Sean Spicer, and Greg Kelly as they expose the fake news. Newsmax TV is America's fastest-growing cable channel on DirecTV, Xfinity, Dish, Spectrum, Optimum, Cox, Fios, UVerse, verse Suddenlink, Mediacom, WOW, Armstrong, CenturyLink, and more. Just check your channel guide. Everyone is talking about Newsmax TV, so watch it today. Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer was recently asked at a press conference about the sexual assault allegation against Joe Biden.
1: I've heard Joe Biden's explanation. I think it's sufficient. I think he will be a great president, and I think he'll help us take back the Senate.
9: Biden says he didn't do it, so that's good enough for Chuck. In other words, there's an election to win here, guys. It's worth remembering that Chuck Schumer did not apply that standard, not even close, to Brett Kavanaugh two years ago. Schumer called on Kavanaugh to withdraw his nomination for the Supreme Court, even though he also assertively denied the allegations against him for which there was no evidence unlike some of the evidence being provided by former biden staffer tara reid schumer should be asked specifically to explain why were kavanaugh's accusers presumed to be telling the truth but biden's is not there's no good answer because the truth is one word power that's the difference we all know it schumer might as well admit it that's your fox news
0: commentary wpg talk radio 95.5 for complete contest rules, visit WPGtalkradio.com.
8: Hey, thanks very much. 25 minutes past the hour. Get a load of this one. If the Democrat media, if they were covering Joe Biden honestly, w- when I tell you he would have been disqualified so many times over, case in point, yesterday, Joe Biden is making some kind of virtual speech incoherent joe and just a number of distracting interruptions iphone was ringing the event was it's a it's a blooper reel i mean you couldn't honestly saturday night live couldn't have done better in a skit than joe biden does on purpose and you have um, chirping birds. I mean, he can't help that. What I'm saying is when it's going bad, you, even the things you can't control, forget the things you can control. I mean a just a inundation of honking geese. So here's Biden trying to be serious, trying to be presidential, trying to be on the world stage addressing the Asian American and Pacific Islanders victory fund he's trashing President Trump, trashing his virus response, sidebar for a second I have grown so weary over these Democrats, Obama Schumer Pelosi, all of them, trashing our president during a pandemic our country was never like this before But I I showed you long ago the demarcation line in modern terms was Bush v. Gore. Democrats saw our country united. They hated it. I remember saying on a daily basis how much the Democrats hated that President Bush had a 91% job approval rating and that America was united. And I predicted then that it would never happen again. They would never let it happen again, no matter what no matter what happened. And so they trashed President Trump no matter what. To this day, they've never credited him with shutting down the planes when they were trashing him for doing it. They say he didn't do enough when when he did that, they said it was unnecessary, way too soon, hysterically xenophobic, Racist and the like. But yet he was too slow. When Pelosi's talking about come to Chinatown and de Blasio. So here's Biden fanning the flames of hate, fear and xenophobia against Asian Americans by saying that it's Trump that does that. Quote, the pandemic has unleashed familiar forces of hate fear, and xenophobia. And he always flames and fans. Now, now, come on now. Where has President Trump done that once? Where? Hour after hour after hour, 24 hours a day, basically, seven days a week, the president works. And it's all about getting America back open. It's about getting keeping America safe, about finding in record time therapies and a cure for the coronavirus, COVID-19. Where where even once has President Trump fanned the flames of hate, fear, xenophobia? Where? When? How? When did it happen? I'm not aware of a single occasion where the president has not been a unifier. What do they say? Um, If you lie about me, I'll tell the truth about you. I mean, they lie about President Trump every day. You all have known this for a long time, but it's it's almost becoming fashionable for the truth to actually have become self-evident that President Trump didn't conspire with Russia. There was no collusion, although collusion is not a crime, even if there was, but there wasn't. They made something that's not a crime seem like it's a crime. And the proof has come out that Hillary Clinton, the DNC, Comey, McCabe, Strzok, Page, that whole gang. You got to throw Shifty Schiff in there because he's been as dishonest an actor as you will ever find. A dangerous little man. A dangerous little bug-eyed little man. But all that was a lie. But if you poll Democrats, 70-80% of Democrats believe all that. Even though when they all testified under oath, Samantha Power, I was given a compliment yesterday because I seem to be one of the only people in the media that does not call her Samantha Powers. No S at the end. All you have to do is do your homework. Samantha Power, Susan Rice, Clapper, Comey, all of them. When they were under oath, they all told the truth. The second they're not under oath, they lie through their fellow Democrat megaphone media pack. And it's, it's, it is terribly frustrating if you let it be. Because you, you look at this and say, wait a minute now. When they're under oath, they say there was no collusion, no evidence, it never happened. But then, then they come out and they say there is? Because it's not a crime to lie to the media. But it is a crime to lie under oath. I'm going to trust that they told the truth when they were under oath. I'm going to go with that. There's two doors here. Door number one. I'm going to go with door number two. Because they all did the same thing when they were under oath. And then they all run and do the same thing when they're before television cameras or radio microphones. Or, Steno pads of print reporters. Little by little, the truth is coming out. Think about it. With the horrible, horrible coverage that General Flynn has received for years, they made him Al Capone, this incredible three star lieutenant general. 51% of the American people say the charges against him should be dismissed. That's a Harvard University Democrat poll. 51% with the coverage that he has received for three and a half, actually it's over four years because it was during the campaign that they started with him. For four years, probably more than four years, because the campaign was well in earnest over four years ago. And even with all the horrible coverage, even after... The Department of Justice came out and said they're, they're dropping it all. That was covered like it was a crime. Even with all of that, a majority of the American people, think about that. And you have to understand, that's with about 100% of Democrats saying that the charges shouldn't be dropped. It's really hard to get to the mid-upper 40s to 50 percentile when you have a cum in there of a zero every time saying quite a bit and it also says that the American people are capable of getting the truth elsewhere which is very empowering when you think about it. We'll be back in just a few minutes
0: The WPG Talk Radio app is everything South Jersey. Local news and information updated around the clock from New Jersey's largest radio news team. Breaking news push notifications just for South Jersey. Easily call and listen to all your favorite WPG Talk shows and more. Download the WPG Talk Radio app for your phone, tablet, Apple CarPlay, and Android Auto today at WPGTalkRadio.com. Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins this afternoon at one. Now Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio ninety five point five.
8: Thirty-six minutes past the hour. Well, I have to take sort of a um Oh what do I call it? A victory lap or some kind of special note. Your Nostradamus of the airwaves predicted this. Raise your hand. If you remember me saying to John Zarek that I see jury trials by zoom or video conferencing whatever you want to whatever program you want to talk about that you can have two way video chat now full disclosure John said kind of no way no how and I just saw it. I saw that it would happen. The reason I saw that it would happen is because it can happen. The technology is there. If you can have a visit with a doctor, you can have a trial. I'm not in favor of it. Let me make it clear. Your Nostradamus of the Airwaves predicted it, but that doesn't mean that I'm in favor of it. Sometimes I get hit with that kind of thing. Just because I cover something... I get hit by people that automatically, and it's. it's I think it's a part of uh, the cabin fever that's going on. You have to admit, people are losing it right now. It. I mean, people are like on a tripwire, waiting for a reason to flip out. And if you give it to them, it's going to happen. But remember, just because I cover something doesn't mean that I advocate or that I'm in favor of it because I'm not in favor of trial by zoom. I am a fan of trial by jury, but it's happening in Collin County, Texas. They're picking a jury. They started yesterday. They're going to hear the case by video conference in what will be the first virtual jury trial ever held in American history. So your Nostradamus called it over two weeks ago. I just I just knew it. I knew it was going to happen. And keep in mind, even after COVID-19, it, it might still happen. But I, I John brought up some very, very good points. As a layperson, uh, I was predisposed, bias against it my feelings were that I don't believe a jury will get to know a defendant or the counsel on both sides through video the way that you would do in person. And you could wind up having people. I, I don't know if it cuts exactly both ways, but I just feel like somebody could be convicted because it's much more inanimate. When you're there and that, that defendant, that you, if you vote a certain way, they're going to go to jail. And they're 10 feet, 30, 20 feet, whatever, away from you. And you, you, you're every day for whatever length of a trial that it takes. I don't like the Zoom thing, but I knew it was going to happen. And it is happening. It's a quick trial. I think it's going to be like a one-day trial. It's not going to be over-the-top, some lengthy murder trial or anything like that. But what will happen is the jury in a one-day trial will hear a condensed version of a case and they'll deliver a verdict. My understanding is is that it will be a non-binding verdict. But remember, once you start something, you almost never go back. Remember, they put a phone tax on during the spanish-american war and that tax stayed on until the republicans took control of the house and the senate when Bill, in the midterm election of bill clinton his first term democrats have been in control of the the house for 40 years prior to that and a, an attacks from the spanish-american war was still on the books in 1994 think about that that's the way it goes it, it, just like there were tolls put on the Atlantic Sea Expressway but only until the road was paid off yeah how are we doing with that w- sales tax because there's an emergency and as soon as the emergency is over that will be done yeah how do we do with that that's the way it works. Once they do something, they never unring the bell. I remember telling everybody, ooh, this Patriot Act, I'm really bothered by it. But I trust President George W. Bush not to abuse it. But it, the Patriot Act and these FISA warrants and things, they have to be unconstitutional. Just because that's not been... Established yet, they have to be. There's such an encroachment on civil liberties and constitutional rights. General Flynn's constitutional rights were trampled upon with what they did to him. Spying on him and so on and so forth. But once they put it on, I remember saying at the time, we're going to have a bad president someday. I didn't know then it was going to be this... um, Unworthy cat the, the the former coke and dope smoking uh, Obama by the way, they're so concerned about I thought of this last night it was one of the last things I consciously remember before falling asleep and boy, did I need to sleep last night and I did oh I needed it bad but I thought you know it's kind of interesting the media is flipping out over President Bush with his doctor's care taking one hydroxychloroquine and a zinc supplement every day for the last 10 days. They are just apoplectic about it, but they didn't care anything about Barack Obama doing coke, Barack Obama being the head of the Chum Gang, dope smoker, writing about the car you couldn't even see in the car. It's like Cheech and Chong, Obama. No concern there at all. It's interesting, isn't it? one's perfect and the other is orange man no matter what the other one does it's nirvana it's it's perfection spies on the media couldn't love you more all kinds of creepy stuff no problem buddy loves living at the white house somebody else uh, Jarrett's living there they don't even tell the media no problem imagine if trump had some people living in the white house and it didn't tell the media or anything? What's-her-face is moving out on moving day. And I don't think the media ever knew that, that the person lived there. But it's all good. It's interesting, isn't it? Now, what one side does... They could, like Joe Biden. Serious, serious sexual assault allegation. Chuck Schumer. Uh, I've heard Joe Biden's explanation, and that's good enough for me. He's going to be a great president. Oh! Wow. Fantastic. No matter, Kavanaugh had journals. Nothing. Nothing was good enough. Please tell me you you have caught on to this incredible, bizarro world that we live in. Please tell me. I know I have, but... I'm only Hurley in the morning
0: WPG talk radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM dot com for the latest coronavirus news open the WPG talk radio app now Harry Hurley on WPG talk radio 95.5
8: all right full disclosure Jonathan Turley is a lifelong liberal democrat and he is no fan of President Trump but The man is also not full of Trump derangement syndrome, and he's intellectually honest. He has written something that, of course, because of the nature of what he's written, is almost a secret. Sidebar. I can't remember who it was, but it was somebody very famous who recently said, and we've been saying it, too, in so many words. Right now, and you can expect this to intensify in the run-up to November 3rd, Democrats have seized complete control of Facebook, of because and I'll give you an example. if I put up uh, a picture of our swimming pool, we will get hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of likes. I may put something up that I think is incredible, and it might if I'm lucky, it might get a hundred. But to give you an idea, my you're going to tell me my Facebook post of the of the Sunset Beach uh, situation got something like a hundred and some likes, and I forget a lot of comments, hundred and some comments, maybe two hundred comments. I didn't even I didn't even look at it lately, but relatively modest numbers. However, the article itself, as of yesterday lunchtime. Had something like a hundred thousand views at WPGtalkradio.com because that can't be manipulated the way that they can social media. These Democrat bad actors that have a lot of power, they saw the way that President Trump used social media so effectively. And so I'm convinced. If I I saved a a squirrel or a little baby chipmunk, I'll get 500, 700 likes. If I put something that actually, not that that's not nice and it's great and and I was happy to do it, but I might put something that actually might be really significant. And it's not going to get a fifth of that because I'm convinced they only let buy content. Oh it's a cute squirrel being saved. Oh, that's a nice picture of of Harry and Margie's pool. We'll let that be seen. They're picking and choosing. I have five thousand friends on Facebook. I could have a hundred thousand, but they only limit they limit you to five thousand on a personal page. There's no way no how that more than ten percent are seeing my content. They manage it. They decide by the content what gets seen by more people. And, of course, they want you to pay, to, and they want to monetize content, too. And, and then if you pay, then they'll push more of your content. They are manipulating the social media. It's Facebook. It's Instagram. It's all of them because they know what happened in 2016, and they are going to do everything that they can. Why do you think when you put something up that is absolutely true, they put that thing on it that says that this is not, this is false, our fact-checkers have have looked at it, and we deem this to be either false or partly false? You know what I'm talking about, although I will say, and I, I'm I'm actually shocked, because I have posted some provocative things, I've never had one of my posts taken down by Facebook or put that thing on it that says this is fake or false. And I think they look at who they're dealing with and they figure, whoa, wait a minute now this guy writes for a large website and and he's on a lar- the largest broadcasting company in the state of New Jersey and and so I, I believe that I'm left alone because they realize that they would get exposed i can't prove that but when i see friends of mine that are putting stuff up that i know is true and they get this stuff done to them there's something to that so there if you if you think this is just conspiracy rant i'm telling you it's happening and it's happening with great regularity jonathan turley has written a a phenomenal piece it's titled the unmasking of joe biden And he talks about his column, which I'm going to share with you. Hope I have time to get it all in. And he goes over all this stuff that's been happening to the former National Security Advisor, Michael Flynn. And he writes, there seems to be a virtual news blackout on these disclosures, including the fact that both former President Barack Obama and former Vice President Joe Biden followed the investigation. Indeed, Biden's name is on the unmasking list. Now I go to his column. This is Jonathan Turley, again, lifelong Democrat and no fan of President Trump. The declassification of material from the Michael Flynn case has exposed more chilling details of an effort by prosecutors to come up with a crime to use against a former national security advisor. This week, however, a letter revealed another unsettling detail among over three dozen Obama administration officials seeking to unmask Flynn in the investigation was former Vice President Joe Biden, Hayden Biden. This revelation came less than a day after Biden denied any involvement in the investigation of Flynn. It also follows a disclosure that President Obama was aware of that investigation. Now, of course, we didn't need that uh, the other day to prove that. We know Strzok and Page, the two lovers, wrote to each other that POTUS wants to be... uh, kept informed of all developments so anyhow for three years many in the media have expressed horror at the notion of the trump campaign colluding with russia to influence the 2016 election we know there was never credible evidence of such collusion in recently released transcripts a long list of obama administration officials admitted they never saw any evidence of such russian collusion that included the testimony of evelyn farkas by the way, she's running for Congress, and I think that, that um, Turley has that in his column. Evelyn Farkas, a former White House advisor who was widely quoted by the media with her public plea for Congress to gather all of the evidence that she learned as part of the Obama administration. The media covered her concern that this evidence would be lost if, quote, they found out we knew what we knew, end quote, about Trump campaign officials, quote, dealing with Russians, end quote. All false. Yet, in her classified testimony under oath, she said that she did not know anything. Farkas is now running for Congress in New York. So you know what that means. Unless it's a conservative district, there are some. She lied to the public and told the truth under oath. Farkas is now running for Congress in New York and highlighting her role in raising, quote, alarm over collusion. She's still running on collusion. As much of the media blindly pushed this story, a worrying story unfolded over the use of federal power to investigate political opponents. There is very little question that the response by the media to such a story would have been overwhelming if George Bush and his administration had targeted the Obama campaign Figures with secret surveillance. That story would have been encompassing if it was learned that there was no direct evidence to justify the investigation and that the underlying allegation of Russian collusion was ultimately found to lack a credible basis. But the motives of Obama administration officials are apparently not to be questioned. Indeed, back when candidate Donald Trump said that the Obama administration placed his campaign officials. Under surveillance, the media universally mocked him. That statement was later proven to be true. The Obama administration used the secret Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act court, FISA, to conduct surveillance of Trump campaign officials. Yet none of this matters as the media remains fully invested in the original false allegations of collusion. Tell me this column is not fantastic. If Obama administration officials were to be questioned now, the coverage and judgment of the media may be placed into question, as even this latest disclosure from the investigation of the unmasking request of Biden will not alter the media narrative. Unmasking occurs when an official asks an intelligence agency to remove anonymous designations hiding the identity of an individual. This masking is very important protection of the privacy of American citizens who are caught up in national security surveillance. The importance of this privacy protection is being dismissed by media figures like Andrea Mitchell, who declared the Biden story to be nothing more than gaslighting. While unmasking is more routinely requested by intelligence officials, with a reported 10,000 such requests by the National Security Agency last year alone, it is presumably less common ...for figures like Biden or White House Chief of Staff Dennis McDonough. Seeking unmasking information that was likely to reveal the name of a political opponent... ...and possibly damage the Trump administration raises a concern. More importantly, it adds a detail of the scope of interest and involvement... ...in an investigation that targeted Flynn without any compelling evidence of a crime or collusion... There's much more to this column, which I'm going to save and share it with you another time. It is so good. And I'm going to print a copy of it, actually. I just emailed it to myself while I'm talking to you live because I want to have that for Friday when we are hosting the Guy Benson Show for Fox News Radio because that column is a primer for the intellectual dishonesty of our media, their advocacy journalism for Democrats, and the way that when it's a Democrat, they defend it, and they would trash to no end. Look at this thing with Pompeo that they want to try to make the biggest deal out of. They're crooked, and they're going to be worse. 95.5 FM
0: and 1450 AM, WPGG Atlantic City, WENJ 97.3 HD3 Millville. Kirk Conover...
3: Reaction yet from the World Health Organization. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. After President Trump wrote a letter he posted on Twitter late last night, Fox's Rachel Sutherland has more live.
9: the president threatened a permanent freeze on funding and to pull the U.S. out of the World Health Organization over its response to the pandemic, accusing the global health body of ignoring credible reports of the virus and bowing to pressure from the Chinese government. The letter gives the WHO 30 days to commit to making substantive changes, with President Trump stating, I cannot allow American taxpayer dollars to continue to finance an organization that in its present state is so clearly not serving America's interests china calls letter slanderous dave
3: rachel president trump is taking the drug he has been touting hydroxychloroquine because
5: i think it's good i've heard a lot of good stories and if it's not good i'll tell you right i not going to get hurt by it.
3: Now he and the White House doctor agree the benefits as a possible coronavirus preventive outweigh the
5: risks. There are now at least 194 clinical trials ongoing for the anti-malarial drug, which was initially billed by the White House as a potential godsend after anecdotal evidence of helping COVID-19 patients. Several smaller studies have raised doubts about the drug's effectiveness, though. One by the VA found no benefits to using it and a higher death rate among patients who did.
3: Fox's Garrett Tenney, the number of corona cases in the U.S. now tops one and a half million. A victory for Oregon's governor, Kate Brown, a Democrat. The state Supreme Court last night temporarily reinstated her order, keeping statewide corona restrictions in place. Earlier in the day, a lower court judge declared them null and void. Brown asked for the restrictions to remain until the Oregon Supreme Court can decide the case. Her order goes through July 6th. But many counties have the go-ahead to loosen restrictions. Fox's Rob Dawson It's also primary day in Oregon done by mail. America's listening to Fox News.
5: At Fisher Investments, we do things differently, and other money managers don't understand why. Because our way works great for us. But it may not work for your clients. That's why Fisher Investments is a fiduciary obligated to put clients first. It's the highest standard for a financial advisor.
4: So what do you provide? Cookie cutter portfolios like the rest of us?
5: No cookie cutter portfolios here. Fisher Investments tailors portfolios to meet each client's goals and needs.
4: But you do sell investments that earn you high commissions, right? And make commissions when you make trades for your clients?
5: No.
4: WPG Talk Radio
0: 95.5 weather from chief meteorologist Dan Zero
7: There are two concerns to highlight today. First is the wind gusting between 30 and 40 miles an hour through at least this morning. Second is the ocean with rough surf and minor flooding of tidal waterways expected today too. With a mix of sun and clouds, we'll only top out around 60 degrees, certainly on the cool side again. Chance of a shower tonight. It'll be breezy and cool. Low of 45. Tomorrow mostly cloudy and a high of only 59. Partly sunny and dry and 62 on Thursday. Next chance of rain will be Friday into Saturday. I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zerrow on WPG Talk Radio 95.5.
0: From Harry Hurley Way in the World's Playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Hey, thank you.
8: It is four minutes past the hour. I want to thank a friend of mine. He sent me an article which actually... Made me laugh almost out loud. And it's titled, Effing Devastating. That's a quote. Katie Hill says she cried for days after Republicans flipped her old seat. This is the first time since 1988. The media is not telling you any of this. They keep telling you, oh, Biden's on a roll. They know he can't conjugate a verb. He can't complete a sentence. And they're telling you what a roll he's on. This guy can't even talk over the um, the geese at his video conference yesterday. He is absolutely collapsing. I thought it was bad with Hillary and her hospital van. But this is the first seat in California since 1988 that Republicans have picked up that was a Democrat seat. Think about that. There was another seat, one in Wisconsin, that was a uh, according to the media, would be looked upon as an, as, as an upset. They didn't cover that either. There's two House seats that were Democrat that are now Republican, but we're supposed to believe orange man bad. Orange man's going to lose the Senate now. Uh, there, there will be a narrative over the next five and a half months that you are going to need a gut rock stomach in order to not be vomiting it's going to be so bad and i'm i've been doing my best for all these years to 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 just ramp you up and 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 get you prepared conditioned for what's about to happen it's going to be unbelievable they're going to be blaming president trump for killing people they're going to be blaming president trump for the high unemployment They're going to have the audacity to run market saturation level and compare employment numbers with Obama and with Trump. And they're going to say what a better job Obama did. They're going to disavow that this was a a once-in-a-hundred-and-three-year pandemic that happened. All this Flynn unmasking stuff, if it was done by Republicans, it would be the lead 24-7 suffocating coverage is what would be happening joining us now is our tuesday morning pal well he's a seven day a week pal but tuesday morning guest the assemblyman emeritus kirk conover morning kirk
6: good morning harry broadcasting from my underground bunker
8: (laughs) you're you're broadcasting like joe biden from the basement right (laughs) yeah only you can finish a sentence so that's going to be the end of the comparisons that you're in the basement Kirk, I'd like you to uh, weigh in on what I was just talking about before the end of the last hour with Jonathan Turley, lifelong Democrat, writing about this whole unmasking. Uh, what are your thoughts? The unmasking of General Flynn?
6: Well, I I uh, it, I'm curious to know exactly the reason given for unmasking Flynn by the various people that apparently would have no reason to be part of that phone call or interested in that phone call right well
8: here's the problem though kirk they don't have to give any answers because they're not asked for example samantha power said i don't recall ever doing it well then somebody has her her number and her sign on and everything because she did hundreds uh, you have an ambassador, I don't even know where, from Uzbekistan or somewhere crazy, uh, that did it. Why would that ambassador be doing it? You have the chief of staff for Obama. Why is he doing it? Why is Joe Biden, with a few days left and never being in office ever again in his life, why would he be doing it? And, yeah. he's, and he was asked, and he told Stephanopoulos, I don't know anything about that. Now that it show now that we know he he unmasked, they don't come back and ask him
6: well it, it's it was a whole cabal uh started as soon as uh President Trump came down the escalator, it was a whole cabal to destroy him to stop him you know and initially it started out that you know they wanted to make him out to be a joke and then when it was obvious he was going to get the nomination and be the candidate. Then they started the more uh, nefarious actions. I mean, uh, you see, uh, Page, uh, Struck, uh, you know, McCabe, Comey, all of them started moving in 2016 to create um, a narrative that somehow he's a Russian tool. He's this. He's that. And they were. Going to stop him. And then they really weren't worried about covering their tracks because they thought Hillary was going to win and she was going to be president and they didn't have anything to worry about. Once he won, then they had to go deeper. So they started trying to figure out a way to cripple his administration. They started with Flynn because Flynn worked for Obama. He was critical of the whole uh, cover story for the Benghazi. Um, a terror attack, and he—they were afraid he was going, you know, spill the beans on them. So they had to destroy him. And in in the midst of all that, they came up with pursuing this uh, Russia collusion thing, which they thought would cripple his pre- presidency.
8: And of course, it was a distraction to take the heat off of them for what they actually did. They would put Trump on the defensive for all these years it i have to say it's preposterous and only having the democrat media in your pocket because there was never any proof of this but that didn't stop the media from treating it serious from reporting it with market saturation level intensity that you i almost want to give them credit but it's it's not anything i should give them credit for because they have willing accomplices that are willing to lie so it wasn't like it was hard what they did they just got away with it but think about that. They got away for three and a half years of a narrative that is completely false.
6: And not only completely false, but they were telling a whole different tale in closed-door meetings under oath Correct. to the House Intelligence Committee. And they were actually saying there was no proof, and yet Schiff and his crew you know, moved forward uh, with impeachment based on nothing really
8: and by the way do you know that schiff has contacted the united states supreme court they want to get grand jury testimony given to them unsealed and i don't believe the supreme court will will permit it but they're asking for it because they say they're actively pursuing impeaching the president they're still impeaching him kirk
6: yeah, I heard that. I heard that this morning. Uh, and it's just not within the realm of any rational human being to think that that is, is good for the country. That is the right thing to do. It just shows you how unhinged the Democrats are and how power hungry they are.
8: Yeah, they they actually uh, impeached our president during the um, beginning of a pandemic. Uh, obviously, they didn't have their eye on the ball. The president did, thank God. Uh, and now they're working to impeach the president during the pandemic they're pretty sick
6: yeah and it's all power you know the uh democrat party has lurched so far left that they are taking on the characteristics of your typical left-wing um dictator dictatorship type mind uh you know they want to control you it's it's funny that you know the blue states Controlled by Democrat progressive governors were the first ones to shut the economy down, sh- shut people in their ha- in their homes, and think nothing about it. You got the socialist mayor of New York City saying he's going to pull people out of the water. You know, salt water is, is like good for you. It 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 kills germs. It kills everything uh, that's bad for you. Right, and, and so
8: and so is the sun. The sun actually kills this coronavirus in seconds. The sun is very good. It turns out the best place to be is outside the worst place to be all the shut-ins are something like 66 percent of all new cases of COVID 19 how about that kirk yeah boy that's well, an inconvenient truth to me.
6: well you know and you look at the statistics um and i'm i'm becoming a fan of this alex berenson he's the uh, former new york times reporter that uh basically is, is going rogue, uh, in the media world. And he's questioning the whole process of, or the effectiveness of, of the shutdowns. So I looked at some of the stats. I'm looking at the John Hopkins university, uh, coronavirus resource center. I got the U S uh, teed up here. And one of the things I'm looking at is a chart that shows daily cases in mid-March we were less than 5,000 cases nationwide. The shutdown began in earnest in these huge blue States in mid March. Casino shut down. And then five days later, the rest of the New Jersey shut down. So now you look at, it went from less than 5,000 cases, mid March, shutdowns go in place mid March. And now we're 1.5 million. So it's almost like the shutdowns didn't really stop the virus because the curve went was skyrocketing straight up. And, uh, it almost looks like that's the natural progression. And without the shutdowns, it still would have done the same thing, but we'll never know. To me, it looks like these blue state governors, you know, are exercising their, uh, power. And, and realistically, you know, the Democrat Party is using it for their own nefarious power grab to try to defeat and damage our economy and President Trump's re-election.
8: It sure seems that way. If that's not true, it really, it really feels like it is. Um, I am sort of persuadable that China, either they announced or it came out, that they have now sort of re-quarantine 100 million people because they have had additional community spread. Uh, I do think this is a very contagious virus, so I don't know if we didn't do this uh, shut-in what the numbers would have been. It seems hard for me to believe it would have been the same, but I'm stuck on do you shut a nation down for this kind of thing because we never have before. And I, I have to imagine that there were things, whether it's the bubonic plague or other terrible periods in history, where there have been very, very highly contagious things. And we've never seen this before, where you actually quarantine the the well rather than deal with the unwell. So it's really um, it's confusing, but I know this much. We can't stay shut down for very much longer, or we don't have a country. So you either save the patient or you kill the country. Either way, it's not a good result. So at some point, we have to responsibly get back in the game and, and reopen America. Or I agree with those that have been saying that you will have death and all kinds of despair and all kinds of problems from destroying people's lives, which people have already been destroyed. I posted something yesterday, Kirk. We've got to get the break in, but we can talk about this on the other side of the break. I posted something yesterday about the things that are going to be reopening this Friday uh, in Governor Murphy's pronouncement yesterday, and this wonderful woman put, I wish that they would say what's going to happen for my business because I could see the pain With every keystroke, I could see the pain. I could feel it. It was palpable. Uh, People are losing everything right now. If you're in an essential job or an essential business and you're unaffected by it, let's not forget, the richest billionaires in our country have made $273 billion in the past three weeks. I'd like to let that sink in during Hannity and our early in the morning timeout. The richest billionaires, I'm talking about Bezos, Gates, et al. $273 billion they have made during a pandemic. How's that happen?
2: Waking up on the right
0: side. This is the Sean Hannity Morning Minute.
2: Nobody else seems to have picked this up, but I did, and I put up an op-ed on Hannity.com. And that is, in fact, one of Obama's military advisors, retired General James Cartwright. He was convicted of lying to the FBI about classified media leaks. In 2017, then President Obama issued a full pardon for his favorite general. In other words, General Cartwright got off scot-free in a perjury case. So clearly Obama doesn't care about perjury. Clearly about this isn't about the rule of law being at risk, because... Obama doesn't care about perjury because he gave this guy a a get-out-of-jail-free card. It's called a party. From coast to coast, from
0: sea to shining sea, it's the Sean Hannity Show.
2: Hey, Sean Hannity here. It's lawn mowing season, or as we like to say, it's Hustler season. And it's time for you to get your new zero-turn lawnmower from my friends at Hustler Turf. Professional landscapers, homeowners, they all buy Hustler because of their durability, their heavy-duty construction. As a matter of fact, I challenge you to test drive a Hustler and then test drive something else. I guarantee you will feel the difference. And during the month of May, our friends at Hustler, well, they're giving away a free pressure washer or generator with the purchase of select mowers. Just go to HustlerTurf.com for more details. On top of that, my listeners get an added year of warranty coverage. Just go to HustlerTurf.com, click on the radio offer button in the top right-hand corner, type Hannity in the box for complete details. That's HustlerTurf.com. And with a nationwide footprint of over 1,400 dealers, you're never far away from quality service, parts, and accessories on your zero-turn lawnmower from our friends at HustlerTurf. So find the dealer near you at HustlerTurf.com. That's HustlerTurf.com dot com